Welcome to Boise Song Talk. I'm James Coberly Smith. Give me just a second to set this tipple down, if you would, please. Thank you. Songs. What we're going to be doing on Boise Song Talk is we're going to be speaking with a number of the great local songwriters about how they write their songs. Now, they're all great live performers, and I encourage you to go out and see their live shows. However, we will not be emphasizing performance on this show. Instead, we'll be speaking with them about how they write their songs. Now, I'm going to start this thing off with a short song of my own, and then we'll go over and meet tonight's special guest. Born to step lightly, that's what I'll do. Steer clear of tornadoes, they're bad for you. What is a tornado when something steals a life from you? It can be anywhere. Some people are heavy, driven, and complex. Me, I'm happy to make it from one room to the next. All this pomp and scurry never done a thing for me. Me, I was born to be a dancer, gliding along life's open floor. So grab me a clothespin, clip on a smile. We only dance here for a little while. All this pomp and scurry never done a thing for me. Step lightly, that's the way I was born to be. Step lightly. Now, let's go over and meet tonight's special guest, Patricia Faulkner. How are you, James? Very good, my friend. Very I like your, good. I like your song. Thank you, my friend. Thank you very much for coming. I've had the, the great pleasure of seeing you perform many times. And what's so striking is your exceptional guitar playing. You have a beautiful voice. And when you put them together, you have your own style. I mean, it just sounds like Patricia Faulkner to me. And it's a beautiful sound. You. you also recently did an album that is a great album uh, titled Spent Yesterday. And you produced that on your own. I did. Beautiful sounding album. Thank you. So I thought I would just start by asking you, how did you get started with music? What's the history? Okay. My grandma was a uh, piano teacher. So I was taking piano lessons from age 5 to about 11. When I was 11, I got a guitar for my birthday because that's what I really wanted. Uh -huh. The Beatles were popular back then, uh, yes. but mostly the Monkees. Really? And with the passing of Davy Jones just recently, uh. <laughs> my little neighbor across the street used to get those teen magazines that my mother would never let me read, mm -hmm. and they always had uh, the cute boys in there. Anyway, so we wanted to be the Monkees, so I got my guitar, and we formed a little singing group, me and Sherry and Bernice. We called ourselves the Signatures. Really? Yes. We took our guitars to school and we'd play at recess. Were and these the boys the, teased us horribly. They were acoustic guitars then? Yeah. Okay, go on. But 
That's it? That's oh, it. We were the shoot, signatures. the boys tease you. I thought you were going to deck them or something. <laughs> oh, shucks. Okay, so that started you on guitar at 11. Yeah. Did you stick with it all the years from then? I did, except that very first guitar was really a cheap little guitar, and it fell apart when I was about 13, and we threw it, I remember, the neck snapped off. Uh, and instead of throwing it in the trash, we threw it in the Goodwill box like anybody was going to do anything with it. So I was guitarless for about two years, and then I got another one for my 14th or 15th birthday, uh -huh. and I've had it ever since. So when you got the guitar on your 14th or 15th birthday, was it still the monkeys you wanted to play? Who, who knows? Uh, <laughs> I don't who know knows? What I was doing who knows? Okay, somewhere you transitioned um, in your evolution to becoming such an eloquent player. You, um, I've heard you do folk to jazz all beautifully. How did that develop? About 15 years ago, I saw Ben Burdick play, and he's a local musician. Uh, yes. And I said, I got to take lessons from this guy. Uh-huh. Went in, because I wanted to learn how to improvise. And uh, the first thing he did was gave me, like, autumn leaves and some scales to play over that. And so I got, started getting interested in jazz, and then I realized, I don't know, I just really enjoy it. Interesting. My big dream would be just to be the guitar player and not the uh, singer as well. Hmm. That would disappoint that me. That would be a waste of a voice, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. <laughs> well, it'd be a waste of a lot of other things. But nevertheless, I understand why you would say that. So that fascinated me. So, and, and I'm starting to like all those old songs that my mother and father liked that weren't cool back when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. But they're suddenly cool again because they're great songs. They are great songs. Exactly right. Well, shoot. You feel like giving us one of those Patricia Faulkner songs? Uh, yeah, I wrote this one hmm, fall of 2010. Um, and you know, I do some blues songs in my, my repertoire, and kind of jazzy blues songs, and I thought, well, maybe I should try to write one of my own instead of singing other people's songs, and had some things that were coming out of my head and my heart at the time, and this is the result, and it's called I Think About You All the Time. You leave me thirsty, you leave me dry. It's like you cursed me from thirst to die. It hurts, it hurts to know you can't be mine. I think about you all the time. I couldn't look you straight. In the eyes, I double-booked you, and I apologize. What overtook me, I cannot define. I think about you all the time. I think of how we hug. Pavarotti sang your song I think of how we hugged And how I held on way too long I think this feels so right So do not tell me it is wrong I 
think about you all the time You suit my fancy You make me blush Your eyes enchant me I crave your touch And though this can't be I wish you Think about you all the time. Should you brush up against my skin? I think how it would feel should I invite you to come in. I think I'd like to strike a deal. I think we both could win. I think about you all the time. So come Let me cry, rock me in your arms, sing me your sweet lullaby. Sleep, don't come easy if you can't be mine. I think about you, I think about you. Think about you all the time. Oh man. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's the correct response. It's time for a smoke break. Oh, yeah, let's take a smoke. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, that is so beautiful. Thank you. That is so, so great. When I'm at your shows, I'm not this close to get to hear it like that. That is so great. Okay. Now, since that was written not that long ago, a year or two, a couple of years ago. Do you remember what sparked it? Did you have the music first or the lyric or, or, or did it all just, how did it come to you? You know, I was trying to come up with a, a jazzy bluesy progression. Okay. And I think I had that last verse. Okay. Come be with me, baby. No, no, I know it was a, you leave me thirsty, you leave me dry. That's good, those are good words. Yeah. Really good words. Are those in the first verse now? Yeah, it's, you leave That's me what thirsty, you leave me dry. It's like you cursed me from thirst to dry. I was pretty proud of that. I like it's that. It's very strong. <laughs> so, yeah, and then, but mostly, usually, the chords and the melody will come before the, the verse. That one kind of came together. Interesting. And I struggled over the, uh, I think about you all the time. That's what kept coming out of my mouth, and it's what I wanted to say, mm -hmm. but I didn't think it sounded mm -hmm. classy enough. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it gets the point across, so. It sure does. It, it, it's, uh, it seems, sounds to me like a standard. Well, thank you. I mean, it really does. In fact, given that you do a lot of covers, okay? Mm -hmm. I mean, you, 
interpretations, I really should call them, They're because you will take a, a well-known song and you will put Patricia Faulkner's style into it. And I watch you play these songs. Do you think playing those songs written by all these writers informs you as a songwriter? Oh, definitely. How so? Well, I think the more chord progressions you have under your belt, you understand how chords go together. And I, I think maybe the second song, since you're going there, the second song I do, I think will kind of incorporate those jazzy progressions that I encounter all the time, you know, when I'm playing some of the standards. Mm -hmm. uh, and they go to, you just have to find a way to put them together in your own way. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah, without having learned those, I would not have been able to write this next song that I'm going to do in a little bit. Gotcha, gotcha. See, that's very interesting, uh, especially when people do interpret other people's work a lot, as you do so well. That's, I'm always interested to hear their response to that. Um, well, th and this was interesting too, because you, you sort of said, I want to write a such and such song. Yep. So there was a discipline, the way you came at it. I'm gonna, I wanna do this, rather than just walking down the street and oh, I get, here comes this idea flying in. When you do write songs, Pat, is it usually like that? Do you sort of say, I want to write this type of song, or? Uh, I'm going to say, unfortunately, yes, that is true. I, I feel like more of a technician than an, than an artist, if you know what I mean. Well, I do know what you mean, <clears throat> yeah. I feel like artists are the, are, are the songwriters that walk around and they're looking at the trees and the flowers and they get inspiration and they have a little notebook and they're writing down beautiful thoughts and poetic things and uh, my brain just doesn't work that way. So in some ways I don't, I feel like a poser, but I'm kind of a technician, I guess. Well, you know, to me, what's cool about it is you have a method. And to me, it doesn't matter if someone here get, smells the flowers and gets an idea or comes at it as a technician, because to me, the important part is what's the end result? What is the song? Who cares how you got there? If you came to write a great song like you did, it's just interesting to see. I mean, I would almost think some people go, hey, I should try being more of a technician if they're the smell the flowers type. <laughs> okay. You know, they might really go, oh, I can't, the smell, flowers Maybe a don't always, both would yeah, they don't always inspire me. Maybe I should do what Patricia Faulkner did and say, you know, I think I want to write a such and such song. So well, The reason I like that song is I think it's a little of both. Uh, it, I okay, mean, it, it, yes. is both, it is both. Sure, sure. Well, why don't you give us another one of those songs then, okay, that and you're so referring to this these. one? Yeah, this one is not yeah. born of any, it's just a fictional little story. Okay. But it does put together some of those uh, uh, jazz progression chords, I guess. So. Fair enough. Patricia Faulkner. And this one is called, oh, oh, it's called Viva Your Love For Me, but it's it has been come to become to known be known as the Labradoodle song. Ah uh, yes. I'm sorry, I can't uh, even yes. speak today. <laughs> <laughs> I like It was in the cool of autumn, the leaves had turned to gold and red. I was in the front yard raking all that Mother Nature shed. And you and your Labradoodle dog came a-walking by my place. A charming chat, you tipped your hat, left me in a daze. And I said, viva the art. 
leave this love to be as surely as the seasons pass your love was meant for me for me about 32 I was in the driveway clearing off a little snow that had blown through and you and your labradoodle dog came a-walking by my place not much trouble you grabbed my shovel you took my breath away and I said V for the winter V for this love to be surely as the seasons pass your love was meant for me for me viva your love for me it was in the sunny springtime out digging in my garden dirt i did a little frantic panic dance when an ant crawled up my shirt and you and your labradoodle dog came a-walking by my place. I looked so deft, we laughed and laughed. You asked me on a date, and I said, V for the springtime, V for this love to be. As surely as the seasons pass, your love was meant for me, for me, Viva. summers since the day you first walked up i'd be from the proud stepmother of that curly-headed pup yeah you and your labradoodle dog came walking in my life and last july you asked if i would like to be your wife and i said for the summer this love to be as surely as the seasons pass your love was meant for me for me viva your love for me very nice the labradoodle i heard you do that <laughs> excuse me Excuse me. Um, I had a show recently. It was very, very nice. Um, now that's a that's a song where there it's a story occurrence. Things happen um, versus the first song, which is more of an um, you mm -hmm. know a, a, an impressionistic type of a, a song. So when you had a song like this, when you started it, did you know what you wanted the story to be? Nope. Okay. Did you start with the first verse? Then? I did start in the fall. Then I ventured into the winter. And I went, oh crap, I'm committed here. I got to get the uh -huh. spring and the summer. Okay, okay. Somehow it worked out, but it was hard work to get Interesting, though. to so, wrap it up in the summer. Sure, sure. So you started it, you didn't, and it, it grew. I mean, you dealt with it as it unfolded. See, yes. that's interesting. On story songs, sometimes 
people have a whole concept of where it's going and sometimes not. So that was interesting. All right. Now you teach guitar. I do. Don't yes, you? That's, that's what I do. Okay. Given what an exceptional guitarist you are, when someone comes to you and says, you know, I, I'd like to learn guitar, what's your approach? What happens? Is this an adult or a kid? Let's say, um, I don't know, uh, an adult. Well, the first question is, what do you want to get out of it? I see. Okay. Because I'm capable of teaching you the theory and all that, as much of that as you want to know. Okay. Most people, though, just want to have fun with their instrument. Okay. And they don't have big designs on going on tour or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So I would say the majority of my students just want to have fun with their instrument. They want to be able to sit in a song circle. Right. The adults do. Sure. And play old Don Denver tunes and, and such. And if I can help them do something a little more than, you know, uh -huh. They get excited to learn finger-picking patterns and uh, just how to walk from a chord to another chord. So you, you pick out the stuff that's really fun for them, mm -hmm. teach them a little theory along the way, mm -hmm. and most people enjoy that. Mm -hmm. So do you, uh, let's say it's me, uh, come in there and you've never seen me. So i got you, nothing to teach you, James. You, get, you, <laughs> you, you have a ton to teach me, but I'm not a bright feller and I wouldn't learn well and you'd kick me out. <laughs> but um, um, would you sort of assess the person's ability to kind of watch them play? Yes, like, yes. Like, okay. I, I, I don't okay. like to try to put them on the spot, but I'll sure, say, sure. Is there, why don't you play something? What do you know? You know, what, yeah. have, what have you done already? And a lot of times they get really nervous. Right, right. I try not to make them nervous, but I just want to see where they're at and give them credit for everything that they know. Because sure, a lot of people sure. really play better than they think they do. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting because I think teaching someone is, is a real gift that you give. Well, um, yeah, I that's think, the I, way think I I'm see. good at it, and I, I really enjoy the students. Yeah, and I bet. It's kind of I, my social life, you know? Oh, I, good, I get to see so-and-so this week again. I think it's and really And the kids, cool. too. And the kids, too, I love hearing sure. about their day at school. Sometimes we spend 10 minutes of the lesson <laughs> talking about the rotten teachers. The yeah, kids. oh, yeah, they're no good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except for all you teachers out there. We, you're the exceptions. Um, if you had to give a songwriter... Uh, beginning songwriter or yeah. someone else, a piece of advice on songwriting? It's a tough question sometimes. It is, because I told you, I don't really identify as a songwriter. <laughs> and I. So whatever works for you. You know what, though? Let's talk about... Okay. Um, <laughs> let's, let's actually talk instead of silence. <laughs> when I first learned guitar, uh -huh. a few chords under my belt, I used to write songs. I was 11 years old, writing songs. Do, 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 do. The more I learned about music and stuff, the less songs I wrote. Do uh, I need to go see a therapist? Uh, it's, <laughs> it's almost like I was freer back then because I didn't know what a good song was. Sure, sure. And I didn't critique myself like I do now. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. And certainly. now if I wrote a song with a C and an F and a G in it, I would just go, well, that's been done a million times. Uh-huh. So... Well, maybe maybe I, you're not meant to write the CFG songs, <laughs> you know. I'm saying I have a little mental block, okay? Uh, that's, but that's so okay. Think, okay. You let the old cavemen like me do that stuff, you know? <laughs> and you lace that beautiful stuff in there with a the finger picking and all that. Yeah, you do your area. You just take care of that. It's, it's, so, it's so beautiful, that stuff. Um, 
gosh, what? Uh, there's so many. Oh, by the way, let's not forget to uh, put up uh, the graphic of uh, patriciafolkner.com. We may have already done it or we may do it near the end of the show, but I want to be sure that uh, people know where to go to get more information about you at patriciafolkner.com. Thank you. Absolutely. Gosh, um, why don't you give us another song? What do you say? I will do that. Fair enough. All right, so here's a song. Uh, it was based on a ragtime tune that I learned back in college. Uh -huh. uh, the, so the tune is written by Richard Saslow, at least the guitar uh -huh. part, most of it. Uh -huh. And uh, I put some words to it, which are kind of cute. Say you love me, say you adore me, lead me to your partner, play your nicest song for me. I'm a lonely going solo, please be my sweet music man. Now woo me with your high note, soothe me with the low. Prove to me that your melody is the logical place to go. Say I'm ready, yeah I'm hot. Skip to see how code take me straight from the top. I'm a little unrehearsal, please be my sweet music man. Now move with the mood to the left side. Pan me hard to the right. Prop me up on your center stage and help me sing it soft and light. I take it largo or allegretto. I tidy up my treble with your sweet falsetto. I'm doing rags without the riches. Please be my sweet music man. Please be my sweet music man. I'm a lonely going solo. Please be my sweet music man. Excellent. What else you got for us? Give us another one. This mm. show is coming to an end. We, you we're fading out take now. Take us out on a little music there. <laughs> Patricia right. Faulkner. <clears throat> Greatly appreciate you coming. Thanks that for is, having me. That is a real pleasure to hear up so close. Spent yesterday wishing And here's what I got Head in the clouds where the sky is too hot and the air is so thin. 
the dance is no fun Spent yesterday wishing 